0: Get moving, Dan. Mm -hmm. What's up, Dan? Mm -hmm. That is an awesome, awesome new jazz band I discovered last night called Black Market Brass. Okay. Out of Minneapolis. And they are phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Everybody should check them out, in my opinion. You should be listening to Black Market Brass. I just heard them last night on 88.5. Uh, FM, but they're awesome. And I'm actually going to link that video that I just played in the chat because I want everybody to go watch it because it's so good. Are they better than Weird Al? They are not, but they're really awesome. Okay. Okay. Uh, and I have another, I'm just going to play another one of their songs so I think you'll enjoy it. <laughs> uh, and just tell me, tell me what you think the vibe is. Hold on. What the fuck is it? how are you Dan good good okay this song is called undying thirst by black market brass this is the song they played on 88.5 last night
1: oh okay <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay
0: huh what does it make you think of uh Kelby Bob yes oh yeah uh but that that song i linked in chat is uh is really good um and really awesome
1: very very similar to tank to what that's the name of the song Mm, yes yes or a bunch of uh like that that could have been just the theme song to like magnum pi sure in the 70s or 80s
0: that song that just played yeah yes that song that just played is way more generic like 70s (laughs) 70s <laughs> like bop bop funk jazz throwing some horns it's still awesome
1: This is like, like, you know double double trombone
0: but yes i'm glad javin isn't listening anymore he said turning off the podcast to go listen to adam's recommendation mm-hmm. i want you all to do that
1: don't know <laughs>
0: no but i do i really think black market brass especially that song is top tier and i want to get their vinyl uh and support them because mm-hmm. they're cool mm-hmm. what's up hi everybody <laughs> You're listening to This Might Sound Stupid, uh, a podcast where two friends get mm-hmm. together once a week to mm-hmm. drink beer mm-hmm. and uh, hammer up some drywall. Yeah, someone's got to hammer it. <laughs> That's a quote from friends. Um. Yeah, if you're not already, you could subscribe to us anywhere you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with your headphones? Nothing. <laughs> um, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Whatever other... I don't know what other random podcast apps there are. Podcast Republic. That's Just the app I use. Pod, like. Any podcast app except for Stitcher. We still don't know. Nobody's told us the answer, and we're not going to find it. Uh, let's see. We got quite a few people in chat already. Rolo, Javin, Kibby, Hapa. It's happening, guys? Toon We got other people watching, too. That's Padre, cool. Padre, Mickelson. Oh, these are all made-up things. They can Don, see the chat. Dongo. They well, can't see me. Hold on. There. That. I'm motioning towards the chat. Uh, Reggie, P-Slacks. Oh, now I see why you question Weird Al. Kibby says, I think you guys should be dare to be stupid by Weird Al as your intro and outro music. And yes, I already have started with my craziness before the stream started. Hey, we like it. Uh, if, If we could get that music license, I would play it. So all,
1: all we do is play unlicensed music. No, no, no,
0: no. I'm saying because he's saying as our intro and outro. Oh, okay. I got Dare you, to I be got stupid. You. I'd be fine with it, mm-hmm. but I don't. But I don't want the beginning and right mm-hmm. now it's a crapshoot. I don't know if this random song from uh, from Black Market Brass is going to mm-hmm. get us muted on Twitch or a copyright strike on YouTube. It might because that's a song they did for the Current, so it's actually the Current's YouTube page.
1: Yeah, and so far we've done 99 percent of songs we play get blacked out.
0: Yeah. There was one that I was really surprised by. Mm-hmm. A little more with the gimpy leg. Yep. what? People that are people that are watching that you're not
1: acknowledging. Franny two times. <laughs> Scotty Lumbar support.
0: <laughs> Scotty Lumbar support. Um as always, we'll go through our sponsors quick here. Mm-hmm. Bony Bob. Mm-hmm. Man, his elbows. They are sharp. Cheeks, mo cheeks um we are brought to you by joey the good boy joey's our oldest and best sponsor let's check in with joey
1: he just moved a little bit
0: he oh did he no, oh no yeah, now. <laughs> now, now he's lounged over that pillow joey's been with us since podcast one um as many of our listeners listeners have so thanks for that guys but uh joey's a good boy he's a good sponsor <clears throat> we are also brought to you by mike long a talented designer mm-hmm. uh out of minnesota like we said last week, if you want Mike to design something for you because you mm-hmm. see the stuff that he's designed for us, and you're like, "Hey, I'd like some of that," mm-hmm. uh, you just email this might sound stupid at mm-hmm. gmail.com, and we will facilitate your conversation yep. with Mike. He's a busy guy.
1: So yeah, so put put a hundred dollars in our Venmo account. Yep,
0: and we will try our best. Yes, we'll try to get Mike to design something for you. It's a finder's fee. Uh, if he <laughs> <laughs> that was a finder's fee. I'm not busy, I'm tired, Happy Blapper says. Same thing. Yes, Mike Long is Happy Blapper in chat. Uh and now they know. Well he's he's gotta change I name feel now. like he'd he said it himself. But yeah, if you want to email us, uh, you can always email us at this might sound stupid at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We do have Twitter and Instagram, however, they haven't been used yet. I want we need to start using them. They're technically active we I think we promised to tweet something out after last week's episode, but we didn't. yeah, and I'm bummed i'm I mean it's partially on us. I think Javon really did stop listening to us to go on. <laughs> it's partially on us, but uh we if that's if they all left except for half a lapper that song's like nine minutes long.
1: they'll be back it's, in nine
0: minutes. It's partially on us uh that we didn't tweet it out but we didn't get anybody's we didn't get anybody's uh picks for their dad categories mm-hmm. smart dad tough dad cool dad shitty dad metal dad folk dad gay dad long island dad and attic dad mm-hmm. uh and then the special special random one that dan and i didn't answer that other people could the wild card one is uh helicopter dad who would your helicopter dad be uh dan and i didn't get to that answer uh should we read your answers and my answers Oh, from last week. Hey, no, but like, like, uh, did we have new answers? <laughs> no, just re re oh, go over our answers sure. for anybody that missed it. So, Dan, well, then I have to set up the whole question. I don't want to do that. Nah, nah. Um, what are you drinking, Dan? Just can of wonder <laughs> stuff that was in your fridge. <laughs> Dan and I are both drinking uh, wonder stuff. We're also going to start the podcast tonight with. Uh, Nice. With some whiskey. I am also drinking the Vonder stuff from Bauhaus. Uh Bauhaus, much like Black Market Metal, is from Minneapolis. Uh the worst of the twin cities, but still that's where those two things are from. Yep. It's a good beer. I don't you know, we don't need to sip. Uh, and uh Big J in here. Yeah. Sips are for Big J. Mm-hmm. All right. So, yes. Uh, my wife bought us a whiskey sampler pack to try on the podcast. I've never heard of this whiskey. Uh, it's Teeling Whiskey, the spirit of Dublin. And there's three kinds. There's single grain.
1: So this is all Irish stuff.
0: Yes, so it's a little... So it's not, like Not scotch, but Irish. Yes, it's all Irish. The spirit of Dublin, I think is what it says. Uh, the Trinity Pack. And yes, it does say the spirit of Dublin. Um, and
1: yes, it does say the spirit of Dublin. Okay,
0: so there's single grain. Uh-huh. Teeling single grain is one of only a handful of such expressions in the world. Made through the combination of unique ingredients, uh, predominantly corn. And Don't... The, don't don't read what it's supposed to taste like. Okay. We'll, we'll we'll
1: we'll we'll say what we think we taste. Cool.
0: It's brewed in wine casks. Then there's small batch, hand selected casks. Of rum. Uh grain and malt whiskey. And that one says rum casks. Yep. And then I don't know what this one is. It's a single malt and it says non chill. It's got no chill. No chill. <laughs> it's got no chill. Which one should we try first? You pick. Just start on the left. Start on the left? Yep. Yeah all right i can't get it out oh well podcast over it was bound to happen oh my god it's a good box it's not a bad box yep pine needles in it from uh, our christmas tree oh all right so single grain uh-huh. oh this also says filtration non-chill finish wine casks and then it's got Jack Teeling's signature. Oh. This is a pretty like it's I like the, it's yeah. a very clear whiskey. Oh. Yeah. I mean it's it's not it's not that brown, I guess is what I'm saying. It looks almost like a white wine. Yeah, yeah, it's a uh, it's
1: it's uh I I've seen light scotch like that before. I, I don't know that I've ever
0: seen scotch like this, I or I, wh- or whiskey. I've I'd seen scotch like this.
1: Yeah, I've definitely drank a doers that looked like
0: that. Yeah, exactly. All right, so let's crack this. What, is it? what am I saying? I don't know. You. That's the whole point. Is You just talk, and it might sound stupid. Don't drink it yet.
1: Smells like rubbing alcohol. That Perfect. That
0: does smell like rubbing alcohol. Oh, holy shit. This glass is really cracked. See that? Yeah. All right. So be careful with the ropes. It's very clear. Teeling
1: single grain
0: Irish whiskey. All right. Let's give it a ropes. Ropes. <sighs> Oh my god, I love whiskey. It's so good. Whew. That's That's I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, Hmm. I like that. It's sweet, but it's got a good burn. It's not bad. Yeah. It's, It's 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 very smooth. I would definitely like buy a bottle of that. Um. I don't know if I'd describe it as smooth. I mean you feel it going down. Yeah. But it, it didn't like
1: I, I didn't get any burn.
0: Oh, I did. I like the burn. Okay. I like the burn. All right. Uh
1: oh god. Oh Origin wants to. Origin,
0: get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh little uh little <laughs> Man, that tanked our frames. <laughs> Uh, a little vanilla, maybe. Hold on. Why is that even running in the background? What's happening? Why? What? What is it doing? It's probably just probably looking to like
1: update some games or something. Get out of here! I don't want a background service of it. Is it open? Mm, I don't see it. Do 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 it by name, and look for origin.
0: How's the alphabet work? You're almost there. It's, it's gone. All right. Cool. What were you saying? Sorry. Little vanilla. <clears throat> you think so? All right. So Kibby says, being from Kentucky originally, I was baptized in whiskey. Like when you say whiskey, is that is that bourbon? That's bourbon, right? Straight Kentucky bourbon. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, whiskey is my favorite of the alcohols, uh-huh. but bourbon is my least favorite of the whiskeys. Okay. I would go Irish whiskey, mm-hmm. which I think is just a rye whiskey too, but I'm not sure. Okay. I would say Irish whiskeys are typically my favorite. Okay. And then like a a uh, crown mm-hmm. or a Canadian club, mm-hmm. uh, or my second mm-hmm. sort of like rye whiskeys, and then bourbon. It's probably
1: you realize that you're you're
0: missing the one that's actually your favorite. Scotch. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I don't. Scotch like the Scotch scotches. Scotch is whiskey. I understand that, but the scotches that I like are so different from. Mm-hmm. Like the, the smoky peaty flavor, because mm-hmm. I don't like the Glens, like Glen Levitt or any of those. Mm-hmm. I don't. Whenever I drink that type of Scotch, mm-hmm. I just it's like, well, I'd rather just be drinking Jameson. If I'm gonna drink something that's got that kind of flavor for Scotch, not yeah. saying it's right. That's just how no, I feel. No. Yeah,
1: like 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 Jameson is probably the best of just like the if you just, it's just like just Irish whiskey. Just drink it.
0: Yep. Like if I want whiskey, I want something like that. Or Can- this Canadian Club and sherry casks. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's one of my favorite whiskeys I've ever had. My dad gave me that, and it is. It's Canadian Club is fine on its own, but like that Canadian Club, whatever it is, signature series on a sherry cask. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like very sweet. Hmm. It's really good. Um. So let's try the next one. What, what, what does it say on the back for like flavor notes? Uh, for the first one? Yep. So it says nose, spice, and fruit notes. What's, which one are you reading? The first one that we just had. What it, what's it say?
1: Single grain? I don't know what. That's right? Okay. will just because it's, it's the reverse of where the bottles are. No, I the, know, but it's, I can tell by the color. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: So nose, spice, and fruit notes mingle with an underlying sweet nose. Okay. Taste strong spice developing into lush red berries with <laughs> drying tannin effect at the end. Finish dry, finish dominated by wood and spice. I don't know what any of that means. It tastes like whiskey to me. Yeah. I, good I, whiskey. I didn't taste
1: strawberries Mm-mm. or whatever it means by red berries. It
0: was sweet. I think I said sweet, but it's also, it's got a good burn. Yeah. Um. So this next one I'll read after we've done it. Okay. So this next one is small batch. Mm-hmm. Again, non-chill. They're mm-hmm. all non-chill. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was in rum casks. This one's
1: not a single grain.
0: Yeah, I don't know what that means, I guess. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe the mash is just a grain. Much darker. Also, the bottle is just darker. Uh, it doesn't give any other notes on it. Small batch, whatever that means. Okay. Oh, that's really, it's really clear, though. Mm-hmm. All right. Smells different. We're going to ropes on everyone. Oh, that definitely. This smells like whiskey. Mm -hmm. Like this smells like Jameson. Ropes. Now that, ooh, that's like scotch almost. That is what I would call smooth.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: I like the first one better, but this goes down smoother. That was like nothing going down. Hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Which one do you like better? I don't know. Maybe the first one, I think. Yeah. This one, uh, this this would be good for sipping. It's way closer to a, like a scotch. Mm-hmm. You guys are going to be chunking bottles by the end of this. Yes, we are. Um...
1: That's only if we drink a bottle and a half of Jameson.
0: Yeah, plus whatever After weird... After a case d- of Grain Belt. Yeah, and uh, whatever Russian shots Dan was giving us. We don't even know what that booze was. That shit ended. It, it ended at some point. Yep. You slept in my bathroom at some point. Yeah. Yeah. That was a night. That's Yeah, that's... that's. Chunking bottles night. Because we, we were trying to throw bottles off my deck into a road. Yeah. <laughs> bunch of assholes. We didn't make it, by the way. We never hit that road, and we were never going to. No, no. Drunk or sober. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This is this is more like something I would I would drink by itself, uh, and just sip at. Mm-hmm. What are you laughing at?
1: Oh, happy! He slept in. He slept in uh, Donnie's room with the punching man.
0: <laughs> that would Did that would be terrifying. Was wasn't Courtney there too? Didn't she sleep over? You and Courtney both slept over. He he wouldn't have realized Courtney was there. <laughs> <laughs> she was technically in the apartment. Yes. That is clo- That's much closer to a scotch. So small batch. So here, let's read the. Let's read the thing. Small batch nose, an inviting nose with vanilla, spice, and sweet notes of rum. I I don't get any of that. Uh, velvety smooth. I definitely get that. With unique marriage of dry fruit, raisin sweetness, cereal, and wood. Finish sweet spice finish complimented by woody undertones i get the woody undertones Mm -hmm. i don't not like i have a sophisticated palate i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about but i definitely get the woody undertones and i definitely get the felt the velvety smoothness i I get like my mouth is
1: has the sweetness in it still
0: yeah it's kind of hard to tell because we're doing them back to back whether or not i'm still tasting the sweetness of the first one
1: just to get this wonder stuff
0: yeah Just in case Big Day is listening but not telling us. Uh, But I definitely think that so far this one is my favorite. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. The... uh, Single grain? Wine casks, single grain. That's probably why it was drier. All right. Whoops. Sorry, everybody. Brute. Now for the last one. And then I got to remember to nurse my beer, so I'm not... I got to come right to... Help you out in the morning I don't mm-hmm. want to be hung over <laughs> Yeah don't do that This w- oh shit I need that box still God damn it uh, Single malt Irish whiskey So I'm assuming this is going to be The most like what we've had before Do you think Yeah I just burped it in the mic I'm sorry everybody <laughs> Imported by the Teeling Whiskey Company Out of Coral Gables, Florida <laughs> Okay um so we'll see what this is like that's my my guess is single malt Irish whiskey is what gonna be the closest to what I'm used to with Irish whiskey because mm-hmm. that first that first one I really liked single grain uh the cap's not coming off we're never gonna know Is it just spinning uh-huh <laughs> way, to, way to go Gainesville Florida whatever the fuck I said <laughs> it's just Tampa. It's, we're never going to know what this one is. I don't have my knife either. Uh, Awkward. Yeah, let me try for some reason. (laughs) Let's see. Somebody did email us. What do you got? What do you got? Well, hold on, because Kibby emailed us last week too. I want to get to that. Oh yeah, good idea. See if that comes off. All right, so Javin McLeod emailed us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey,
2: hey! <laughs> <laughs> it
0: fucking worked. Dan got it off of the bottle opener. Well done. All right, we're going to do kibbies. We'll do kibbies after the Rob's random topic. All right. So they're all really clear. I guess maybe I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. To nobody's surprise on a podcast called This Might Sound Stupid. Be aware that this one does not close. Good to know. My uh, wife brought us shitty cheap whiskey. Way to go, Amber. All right. Ropes? Is it the darkest? I'm mean, going to say it's the darkest. It might be. I guess I'm used to I feel like whiskey's darker than that, but maybe I'm just wrong. Ropes. Ropes. You broke eye contact. That's whiskey. That's just whiskey. Like, if you gave me that and told me it was Jameson, I'd be like, cool, thanks. There's nothing special about that. That's bland. Yeah. That's just... It's just whiskey. It's just whatever, Whatever. like... I I don't want to say rail whiskey, but it's just boring. I don't want that. Oh, you don't? No. See, I like whiskey so much that I'll just drink it. No, but that was the thing. Like, I...
1: I would assume that I would just never have that anywhere near me, like it just wouldn't be an option.
0: Yeah, uh, Dan's a whiskey elitist. Oh yeah, <laughs> I would. I wouldn't have that anywhere near me. Um. So this one says nose vibrant. Nope. With notes of melon, figs, toffee, and lemon. Nope. Taste a balanced mix of dry fruits, citrus, vanilla, spice, and cloves. Nope finish long with sweetness and harmony with dry tannins from the wood nope no it's just it's it's a basic bitch whiskey the teeling single malt irish whiskey uh i will say i i did really like this the single grain wine cask Mm -hmm. that's really good this is good teeling whiskey single grain Irish whiskey for it finished in wine casks okay I would I I would a- absolutely consider buying a bottle of this the other two nope uh the 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 single malt is boring it's just a boring whiskey for you know that's a that's a whiskey you put in a mixed drink yeah uh and then this this small batch uh Irish whiskey is I if I'm gonna drink that I'd rather just drink a scotch Mm-hmm. So, I mean, one out of three. <laughs> I guess that's not bad. Eh, it's not great. What is it, 30% though? Yeah. You know, it's, if it, I'm being honest. But I, but this one, I mean, 30%, but I really like it. It was, it was neat I don't know 30%. if you felt that way, but I, I really enjoyed this. Okay. Like, if I wasn't worried about, I want to wait and see how much the whiskey hits me in the next, uh, let's say, did you just spit? That's <laughs> fucking headphone. Ha! <laughs> ha! I thought thought you just spit onto the ground like, holy shit, Dan. The whiskey kicked in hard. Yeah, I want to wait to see how much this whiskey hits me, but uh, I I really enjoyed this. So 30%, Mm -hmm. but the 30% that was good, I think is very good. Okay. So for what it's worth. Moving on. Mm -hmm. Enough tannin talk. Enough tannin. Let's move on to uh, our one and only segment on the podcast, um, which is, oops, yeah, uh, Rolo still has not written us an -hmm. intro song for the Rob's Random Topic. It'd be way better than that. And that was pretty good. So think of how good Rob's intro would be. Uh, Rob's Random Topic is the only really kind of segment we have Mm -hmm. on our podcast. Um, And this is how Rob's Random Topic works. Once a week, Dan or myself text our friend Rob Mm -hmm. on a group chat and says, Rob, give us a random topic now. Uh, And the rule, there's one rule in Rob's Random Topic, and it is first thought, best thought. Whatever pops into his mind first is what he has to send us. So he can't have a list prepared ahead of time. He shouldn't be thinking about things ahead of time. It's whatever comes into his mind when he sees the text from you or I, mm-hmm. he texts us. Rob's an honest man. You know, we believe him that he's following first thought, best thought. We have to. We, we don't we don't have the technology to read his mind, mm-hmm. so we just have to believe him. Uh, Dan's joke after this one was Rob said, whoa, on a Monday. And then Dan said, that's it? We have to talk about whoa on a Monday? It's <laughs> a really stupid <laughs> joke. But I liked it. Uh, but the actual topic is, what's a topic you'd like to be an expert at if you could magically snap your fingers? Holy shit, it's going to be 22 degrees warmer tomorrow than it was today. Is that the end of the sentence? It's going to be almost 40. No, that was me just oh,
1: on. just waxing poetic mm-hmm. about the weather.
0: What's a topic you'd like to be an expert at if you could magically snap your fingers? An expert at... So maybe we have to figure out some stuff first.
1: Um, I don't know. Like my mind would just go to like either like advanced mathematics or like astrophysics. Like that'd be super neat to just be, uh, to just have a, like a, a a grand understanding of, of 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 one of those two topics.
0: I. You know, when he originally sent that one, I thought math. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm not I'm not the best at math. it's <laughs> just women.
1: Impossible. You can't snap your fingers. And <laughs> never get that.
0: Um I'm hoping that there's only one woman I have to continually figure out forever. <laughs> no, you have a daughter now. Ah fuck.
1: Yeah. And she's gonna be even more confusing.
0: I didn't even think about that until right now. Mm-hmm got you're the, screwed I got in the podcast <laughs> <laughs> I didn't actually think about that uh your dad has a daughter she's cool she wasn't always <laughs> yeah, well neither were my sisters mm-hmm. um women not a bad one uh but I thought I, th- I just thought math mm-hmm. would be very cool mm-hmm. uh because one of the first ones that I thought would be awesome is like an expert in programming. Okay. And just all programming languages. Mm-hmm. I've been And a part of it is by I've been doing a lot of JavaScript lately. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you get deeper into JavaScript, it just becomes a lot of math. Mm-hmm. So now I've never been the strongest in math. I've never applied myself a math. So now I was thinking like, well, maybe what I should do is like, you can go to like Khan Academy or anything like that to mm-hmm. just refresh yourself on high school level algebra and mm-hmm. things like that and it was like maybe I should actually take it seriously and go do that stuff but so when rob originally sent that topic it was like oh programming would be one thing that would be really cool to be an expert on mm-hmm. but then it kind of devolves into math
1: yeah all most high level yeah programming is
0: math math yeah what would so if you were an expert what were the two fields you
1: said? Uh maybe some sort of like like an like an either like an advanced math or like a advanced science like a like a quantum mechanics or something so, some some super high level.
0: You one time talked to me science. about how there's like math puzzles that you would love to be able to figure out. What do you remember what that was? Are there like are there? There's got to be like equations that nobody has ever solved that people are still trying to solve, which I don't even understand. Like, how do you know the? How do you know how? How do you make the equation without knowing? There are the answer. There are. I don't know how to even ask that fucking sentence. I'm so stupid. No,
1: that's basically it. Like, there are proofs that have like cash rewards if people could solve for it. So, like, so like they they might know that a couple things are related or they seem to be related, but they want some sort of proof that they are. Okay. And so if
0: you can come up with that mathematical proof that like proves this thing. That shows gravity is caused by... Such and such a thing, yeah. By weight or whatever it is. Yeah. Have you ever seen that example of like, think of space like a big sheet? Oh, yeah. And it's a so, rudimentary science and mass. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so the bigger your mass, the bigger your gravitational pull. Uh-huh. So if you could prove that... Which has been proven. Well, fine. <laughs> I thought they still didn't really fully know what caused gravity.
1: No, there, there's certain there's certain forces that seem like they should be stronger. So they're not sure... Like, what do you mean? I don't understand that. I'm really hot. I'm going to take my sweater off. Okay. Uh, you have, you're have you something like... Because there's, there's the strong magnetic force, the weak magnetic force, gravity... Fuck, I can't remember if there's another force. Um, but... Gravity is like weaker, but like it does so much, but, it's the, one fact, of the, weakest but the fact forces that you can jump right? and like you can defeat gravity like it, it it still gets you.
0: You can defeat gravity. Is there are there planets where you wouldn't be able to defeat gravity? Yeah. Do you know that or are you just assuming there has to be? Well, I, if you had a big enough rocket and you weren't crushed
1: to death under like the under the like the sheer force of its gravity? Rolo said electromagnetic. Yeah, that's the other force. Okay. Um is yeah like there, like there's there would be there could be a planet or like a something that has so much gravity that you could not escape like that's technically a black hole for one thing like is
0: yeah okay so to a, a so black hole is something that you
1: can't escape the gravity of not even not, like him yeah something that that's at some point maybe you
0: could but that's beyond our yeah what's well beyond our capability so, are there is there a planet in our solar system where the gravity is more than it is here? Cuz like on the moon it's ass- less. I assume so. I assume like a So like maybe, y- like maybe like a Saturn or something. Uranus is big. What so I'm I'm going to just air all my ignorances. I don't know. Probably Uranus. Can or- you stand on the surface of Jupiter or is it all gas? It's a gas giant. So does it have a physical surface that you could stand on? It, uh, have we landed rover or anything?
1: No, we we've, we've never.
0: Yeah. So Uranus though has a physical surface. And Uranus yes, is yeah, bigger. Uranus, than, Uranus, Uranus is bigger than Earth. Yeah, right? Uranus and Neptune are are both solid. So would your would your would the gravity be stronger on those planets because the planet has more mass? I assume they are. Does the, uh, do those planets have more mass than Earth? Sure. Or more I yeah I don't know.
1: These are amazing questions. I'm gonna say yes.
0: Right now, yes. All right, thank you. Yeah. Let's just pretend Wait, Let's pretend Mercury, we're experts no. on the things we wanted to. Mercury's hot, though. Mercury and Venus are smaller than us. Mars. I don't know
1: if Venus is smaller than us.
0: Uh, Mars is. I know that.
1: Yeah, I don't know if Venus is. I don't know either. It's got sulfuric acid rain. That's not cool.
0: No, that's awful. Let's see. What's chat saying? Uh. No. <laughs> wall <laughs> of thieves comment is so stupid, I love mm-hmm. it. Not the harmonica, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> oh Venus is slightly smaller than us, Javin says.
0: Ah, thank you, Javin. Uh Rola says programming is what was on my mind when you texted me, funny enough. Uh electromagnetic, four of them. The forces. Oh, forces. Uh Kibi says sometimes people try to explain things mathematically. Things like evolution and theoretical physics try
1: this. I feel like the one thing I remember with uh like that they tried to use for um for gravity, like is like just because there's the uh the thirteen dimensions, mm-hmm. so they think that like you know like theoretically that like sure. po- that possibly gravity is like byproduct of something, so it's not it's not all here, but it's in a dimension, it's also somewhere else
0: in a dimension that we're not immediately aware. Yeah,
1: because it should be they they feel like it should be stronger than it is,
0: but I don't know. Is there still a screwdriver in that drawer behind you?
1: There's a pen and a keyboard. Fuck. This thing is. No, don't do that. Can you guys hear that? Sounds like a mouse. If I can, I think I think they can. Oh yeah, I suppose. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's just so much like, like I get I watch nonsense math stuff on YouTube that like what? Give me an is example. So above like my my pay grade. Like, like what? I don't fully comprehend what they're saying. Like that um,
0: bunnies What was the there was a bunny video I was watching when you came down? It was just bunnies and they were singing a song. <laughs> no, there was a thing on <laughs> like bunnies I anyways, go ahead. Sorry. Uh
1: <laughs> No, just like uh neat like equations or neat things that don't necessarily like uh like like weird kind of outlier where, like math sings or uh Oh, fuck I had to look it up but there was like this question on there's this math test that happens once a year for kids that's like the best and brightest go there they take this test and it's nearly impossible to get a perfect score okay like, if, like when you if you the people that do are on a whole different level yeah yeah and there's like there was this like this word problem one year it was like question six it's like the last question and the way you had to think about what it was saying, to come to the way to solve the problem, was very like I abstract. I already
0: don't understand the sentence. Say that again.
1: <laughs> so like, like, so like, so this, so this word problem. Yeah. Like just like the way you had to break it down, and use what they were saying in the subtext. Sure. To basically try and solve this problem out out of nothing mm-hmm. uh, was very. It's, that sounds it was so abstract. That sounds fascinating. Well, that's the thing. It, it, it's so interesting that like when the, when they talk to people like that do solve it or that like didn't and like kind of how it, um, and like how this question worked in their mind mm-hmm. was, was really fascinating. Or, like I, I watched like a video on like the blockchain like a week ago, on like how, like the math and stuff behind like Bitcoin and like the security around it, all that stuff Yeah, was just nonsense numbers. Cause they're so big.
0: I've watched videos on like blockchain and how it works mm-hmm. and how like basically videos that make it so like dumb people can understand mm-hmm. it. And I can't, I, I know that after I watched those videos, I could have explained it the way that the video does, but I can't remember any of
1: it. now. Like I, w- I watched a video on like the, the theorem in uh at the beginning of like Goodwill hunting that's on the board. Yeah. And how it's, like, the guys like it's, it really isn't that hard. Like, so, like, you okay. know, just, like, you know, it was just a, it's a tough math problem for people that aren't actual, yes. like, Harvard-level math nerds. Okay. But it looks cool when you put it on a on a whiteboard as, like, a thing that Matt Damon would solve. Because it's just, it's so abstract with, like, it's, like, this tree, this tree problem with, like, yep. or, like, the, the problem is just a couple numbers and, like, a bunch of points. Okay. And, like, you, there's an answer there. But, yep. like, it's this sort of math that we've never learned Okay. But these people know. That's interesting because you know they've gone to college it's and learned Some math
0: that you've never learned. Yeah, I you made me think of this. I saw this tweet. Uh, I can't remember who it was from, but it was basically this guy was saying, "Hey, my daughter got accepted to Harvard. It's three hundred and five thousand dollars. I think he said a year. Wouldn't surprise me. Or it was three hundred and five thousand dollars for her. Four years. Four years. I th- three hundred and five thousand per year sounds more writer." But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the... Because I'm not... Tuition is for that. I'd I'd never would have gotten to Harvard. But... But he basically said, like, I've done the math, and if I do, like... It wasn't even, like, investing. It was, like, if he just put it somewhere safe where it'll grow, Mm -hmm. (laughs) he was, like... He showed what it would be when she was 50, 60, and then I think 70 or 80. I can't remember which one. Mm -hmm. But it was basically, like, by the time she was 50, it was, like, $5.4 million. And he he just posed the question, he's, like why should i send her to harvard mm-hmm. uh and i didn't see a single good answer uh in the the brief moments i i went through the thread
1: because you want to make more than 5.4 million dollars
0: i guess so if you but i i don't know what her field was or anything like that do you think do you think crazy mathematicians outside of like mitch Ukaku or uh who's the one that everybody loves
3: the neil, black dude. neil degrasse tyson, neil deGrasse tyson.
0: Outside of like those dudes, how many you know millionaire mathematicians are there? That's a genuine question because I have no idea. I don't know. Yeah. I oh. I don't I know next to nothing about Harvard. It might as well be a wizard school for wizards. There there there's probably uh, there. Are, Can you go to Harvard for like social worker? You could. I, I feel like Harvard has.
1: I don't know what's but like it's a different sort of social worker degree.
0: For like, so are you so a social like, worker so like for rich BA people? In, what is it? Well, I,
1: I think, like, say, it's kind of like when you like, there's different like, different universities are better for teachers for different like subjects. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're going like your degree in social work might be about theory or some other form of like you're gonna be you're gonna use it more so for you're politics. Gonna, so you're not gonna else. go
0: actually work with the social. <laughs> You're not gonna. You're gonna go and form policy around social work. Yeah, like, around like, funding social work. Uh, yeah, I, I feel. I feel like around that's, I feel the like that's the develop- sort of,
1: the sort of thing you're trying to get out of a a Harvard level education would be. Yeah, that makes sense. The more the like the brain I'm, trust. behind I've
0: literally it. never thought about it before this moment, but that makes sense. That like, if you're going to Harvard to get a degree in social work or whatever mm-hmm. it is, you're you want to be a person who is developing policy. Or standards for how to, to do to it. do th- this form of social work. Yeah. Or you're yeah, you're developing curriculum maybe or mm-hmm. things like that. That would make sense. Yeah. And then if you're actually just going into the trenches to do to be a social worker. I'm gonna just go to the U of I don't think you can go to that's what I I guess that's a better way to say it. I don't think you can just go to Harvard to just be a social worker. And yeah, then just I, go <laughs> like, like you go, go work for the city of St. Paul as a social worker. Like you
1: can go to Harvard to be a teacher, but you're probably not not, not just gonna teach elementary school in Woodbury
0: probably not yeah <clears throat> that's interesting I've never really given any thought to that before but yeah where do the people who form because like you're it, it's amazing like I can
1: only imagine what graduating with that degree just kind of gives you access to
0: yeah graduating with a Harvard degree mm-hmm. it definitely gives you access to things that we don't have access to do but it's not a it doesn't solve everything I'm sure
1: no but it but like if if you were going into some sort of policy thing for like sure. social working um,
0: well I could see that being the case is that you really want to improve the way social work is done in the country mm-hmm. you get in Harvard for whatever the adjacent degree is yep. and then you try to get a job affecting that's either state level policy or federal level policy mm-hmm. around it Yep. just even like the
1: connections you would get in that would probably be
0: I'm sure that's a huge part, part of those schools I think somebody said that in their answer to this guy's thing was like the connections yeah Let's see. Kibby says it all depends on what you want to study. Most people go to Ivy League schools for their graduate studies. That yeah, that also makes yeah, sense. Yeah, like,
1: because like their like their graduate level stuff is so specialized that mm-hmm. it's like you go to like MIT for the math stuff. You go to you know uh, Stanford for I don't know uh, I don't trees. Either.
0: You go to Iowa for your uh, corn
1: husking. brass, Nebraska,
0: damn it. Yep, you go to Iowa for your masters in writing, your MFA in writing.
1: Is that what they're known
0: for? It's the it's regarded as the greatest MFA program in the world. State or uh I don't University know. Somebody could Google it, but the MFA program for writing in Iowa, mm-hmm. at one point, uh, when I was applying to graduate programs, mm-hmm. it was considered the greatest MFA program in the world. Hmm. And I paid like thirty dollars to apply to it.
1: Masters of Fine Arts.
0: And I did not get in. Uh I don't know which school it is, but it's MFA writing Iowa would probably bring it up. Okay. Um, But for years and like the people basically kind of repeat the same theory. It's not really a theory, but Mm -hmm. it's just like there's nothing to do where the school is. And that's why it produces some of the best writing in the world. Because like all you have to do is write. Mm -hmm. There's just nothing to do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, That's always always the joke too about uh, wrestlers. Like some of the best collegiate wrestlers. They don't come from like schools in LA Mm -hmm. where there's or like Manhattan. Where there's a million things to do. They come from like Ohio. Yeah, Nebraska. And Nebraska, where there's just or Minnesota, where there's just nothing to do. You just you wrestle or you watch people wrestle all day every day. Yeah. Work on the farm, wrestle some more. (laughs) Um the the other thing that I thought of that you can't hold on. Kibby says uh and this it's the same thing here with OSU. Most people start out at Columbus State, then transfer to OSU for graduate studies. OSU Ohio State University. Is that right? Am I assuming that right? Columbus State. Yeah. Okay. Um Fuck, what was I gonna say? I really want more of that whiskey. Something a different st- oh. answer. Uh, it doesn't really work, but I've always, I, I would love to be an expert. Well, hmm. Now I'm. Now my brain's gone. I would love to be an expert in language. Have you have you ever heard or like seen anything about people who are like their brain? They just learn languages at a faster, easier pace than other people, hmm. and so they're. These, these are pe- I, there's, a, there's an actual term for it if somebody wants to look it up for us. But it's like they'll speak like 11, 12, 13 languages mm-hmm. because however they function, they're able to like... And so like Mandarin is apparently supposed to be one of the hardest languages in the world to learn. Mm-hmm. But like they can pick up Mandarin and they speak Italian and they speak German and French and English and they can just speak and they're fluent speakers. It's not like they can speak enough to get around. Mm-hmm. Like their brain picks up... I've always thought that would be so awesome to just be able to or like asl is one that would be really cool Mm -hmm. just because if there was ever somebody i I just love the idea of like somebody somewhere like you bump into them and they need help or they you know they're not they need help like they're lost or uh like they're new to your city or or uh, i remember once at best buy there was somebody uh we worked with who signed Mm -hmm. fluently uh and there was a person who needed somebody to sign uh but this person that could sign fluently they had deaf parents so they could sign fluently uh they didn't work in this department they didn't really know anything about computers so they grabbed me and this other employee who could sign and it was just it was a very cool experience to like sign with this person mm-hmm. through this other person i just remember like man it'd be great if you could just or if you had somebody who spoke a different language who was like struggling. To like get their question out, and then you could just say like, "Do you want to just ask me in French?" And mm-hmm. they'd be like, "Oh, yeah." Mm-hmm. There's actually this guy that's been popping up on uh, my YouTube recommended list um, because I watched one video of his. And so the way YouTube, the YouTube's like, "You love this guy. You want to see this guy all the time now." Your favorite, but he speaks Mandarin fluently, mm-hmm. and he has all these videos. He's got like two million subscribers or something crazy, or maybe not subscribers, maybe it was views on the video. But he like goes into Chinatown and orders his food he's just a like a dopey looking white dude mm-hmm. but he orders in like perfect mandarin mm-hmm. and like catches the reactions and it was kind of fun because people people got excited that he could speak mandarin would start speaking to him in mandarin um but just that the idea of just being able to speak the i think for me it's mostly being able to speak to somebody in their language mm-hmm. Like, instead of them trying to get out your language, I just love the idea of being able to be like, no, no, us we'll just talk in your language. It's fine. So that would be something I'd yeah, love be to cool. be an expert in. Yeah. No, you don't ever? No, I I, I think we need to, to just know other languages. Yeah, like knowing a- another language, I wish our country was better at just teaching. Like, l- why don't we all just speak Spanish? <laughs> mm-hmm. We're so close to so many Spanish-speaking countries. Why don't we all grow? And there's there's also been a lot of research that shows positive benefits uh, in early childhood brain development for multi like bilingual or trilingual or multilingual children mm-hmm. who grew up in a family or who grew up in a home where like mom speaks Spanish and dad speaks English or mom speaks French and dad speaks Spanish or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, there are positive benefits in, in brain development.
1: Oh, no, yeah. It's nothing but good.
0: And learning a second language when you're a child is fantastically easier. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're just a sponge at that point. So it'd be cool to speak another language, but I've always thought it'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to write a story, like a short story. I don't think you could write a book about it unless it was just a feature of the book, but about somebody who discovers like a ring, like Frodo's magic ring. hmm but it doesn't it's not magic in the way that Frodo's is. Mm-hmm. It's like uh or Bilbo rather. <clears throat> well I guess it's both theirs. Um, but it the ring you put on and you can just speak any language. You just become fluent in the world's languages. Hmm. I right, said so that'd be a kind of a fun fantasy element, mm-hmm. is just like anywhere you go, you can speak the language, hear the language. Yeah. Yeah. Um the other thing I'd love to be an expert in is uh oh hold on let's catch up on uh <clears throat> so Kibby says some schools even have accelerated courses that are popular penn state uh i love penn state wrestling by the way shout out penn state i think you gonna say i love penn state football nope penn state wrestling let's go mark hall bow nickel uh penn state has a famous program on how to make ice cream of all things but people from all over the world would go there for their courses so is that like the guy... What's that famous video where the guy is tasting ice cream off that little spoon? He goes... Yeah. <sniffs> he went to Penn State.
1: It's a, it's a, gold, it's a golden spoon.
0: Yes. Uh, Walt Beef says, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy has that, uh, but it is a fish you put in your ear. Yep, babble fish. I knew that. Uh, sure, just plagiarizing... I if I was wanted to write, write Braille, galaxy. that would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I'm plagiarizing Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. No, I thought of the idea... Before uh, him? Not before him, <laughs> but before I ever read any Douglas Adams. Um, I would also really love... I've actually thought about, like, if there's ever a point in my time where, like, I'm in my 40s and my kids are kind of starting to do their own thing mm-hmm. and we have enough money, I would really like to go into a program for Latin. Okay. Because uh, that's one of the things that makes Gene Wolfe's book so fascinating is he has such a, like, a solid grasp of Latin mm-hmm. and the roots of words and... Also, like, yeah, he, I just think being an expert in language in that way would, it would open up new levels of Gene Wolfe and of writing to me that would just be so fun. Uh, and that's something that I actually have thought, like, I, it would be fun to go back to school. Mm-hmm. Like, just take some U of M courses and get a, get a degree in Latin <laughs> it would be very cool. I don't necessarily need to speak it, but just have a deeper understanding of the language. Sure. Do you have any other ones that you would pick to be an expert on? I feel like if you're going to get a degree in Latin, you would be able to speak it. Probably, <laughs> right? But the hard part, so I used to I used to know this woman named Marina, uh, and she was Russian. Mm-hmm. And do you remember Marina from Northfield? No. She was Russian, and uh, she had been contacted by like, she was in some sort of, Putin. like, bulletin board system. Uh, and another guy who lived in the same city as her contacted her and was like, hey, I did whatever for the military in Russia for, like, something like 25 years. Mm-hmm. He spoke Russian fluently. But he was retired, and he had moved back to Minnesota, and he lived in Northfield. And he's like, there is nobody that speaks Russian here. Mm-hmm. Can I take you out for, like, coffee and a scone or lunch or dinner? Mm-hmm. I think it was like once a month or twice a month, and we can just have our conversation in Russian because I don't want to lose it. And I and he was he had like felt himself losing it because he didn't speak it anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's why like if you're not speaking the Latin all the time, mm-hmm. you can still keep the. The ability to you know the etymology mm-hmm. that comes with latin you can keep that is my intuition but speaking it is kind of like you just let it go sure like you wouldn't be able to fluently speak latin with somebody but maybe i'm wrong whatever yeah who knows i don't know um but i would love to be an an expert an expert in language mm-hmm. and so like just knowing yeah so maybe a better way to phrase it is being an expert in etymology cuz etymology is so cool to me and the the evolution of words and mm-hmm. how 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 the meaning of words change over time. Yeah. You seem so bored.
1: No, I, I got you.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> maybe it's just me, and I, I'm thinking like, man, people think words are boring. <laughs> I think they're so fascinating, uh, especially like uh, again, Gene Wolfe does a great job of that in. Um, in, uh, well, he does it, he does a great job of it in two books, but in different regards in the book of the new Sun, he does such a good job of showing how like words have evolved to hold new meaning in the society. That's like thousands or tens of thousands of years in earth's future. Mm -hmm. Um, just the way that our, our language has evolved where like certain words just don't have the same, I'm trying, I'm struggling to think of a word like certain words used to have one meaning but just everybody just kind of started to agree that it means this now mm-hmm. or it it also carries this meaning and that the context matters um there are famous examples of words where like the dictionary has started to find them in both ways because people have such a misunderstanding of uh how the 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 word or the phrase is used like a good phrase example is uh i couldn't care less mm-hmm people will oftentimes say i could care less cuz they just don't they don't understand the phrase that they're saying they're yeah. just saying uh it's <laughs> it's like michael scott saying t- spider face you never watch the office but michael scott at one point is like he always he's always mispronouncing phrases cuz he's just pronouncing he's like a kid so he's pronouncing what he hears and not actually what mm-hmm. he not actually what it is so sure. he he says like cut off her nose to spider face like spider oh, okay. face not mm-hmm. spite her face mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> which i really like uh spider face um there's one that i had recently that matt made fun of me for and i was like oh man i've been saying that wrong the whole time
1: oh, yeah, I, I can't remember which one that was do you remember
0: it but matt was like are you pronouncing that with an l i can't remember what it was fuck i wish he was in here
1: yeah I thought i remember i remember thinking like Oh, I just assumed you were typing it wrong. Like, I, like I, I didn't...
0: Oh, I was legitimately yeah. spelling it the way that I thought it was. And he was yeah, like, I that word remember. doesn't have an L in it. But I can't... I can remember the letter. I can't remember the, the phrase. Uh, Kirby says, learning Latin could help learn other languages. It's the basis for so many. That's also a good point.
1: All them romance languages are all Latin by nature.
0: Yeah. Language is fascinating to me. Um, a, is the other thing that Gene Wolfe does really good in uh, the Soldier series is uh, this soldier that is writing the book doesn't speak the best, uh, what is the language, Greek or something like that. So he mishears words. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, he mishears Spartan as a word that's closer to whatever language he speaks, which might be Latin. Mm-hmm. So he keeps referring to this group of people as the rope makers. Mm-hmm. But as you dive in the book deeper, you start to understand that, like, oh, he—he he means the Spartans. Every mm-hmm. time he says the rope makers, mm-hmm. he's just misunderstanding the land. He's making an an error. That's so goddamn it. Gene Wolf's so good. <laughs> this the your narrator in the story is making an error because he's overhearing people, and he thinks that the word is rope maker. Mm-hmm. And Gene Wolf is his whole thing is like he translated this document. And uh, he's like, I'm just sticking to what he literally wrote because my job is not to edit. My job is just to translate what he wrote. And so every time, then, but then it takes on. Then you need to reread the story, and you're, every time you're reading it, you have an understanding that you're reading Spartans, not rope makers. And mm-hmm. when it, when it's the Spartans they're talking about, it takes on this new, different historical context. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, he just does very cool things with his comprehension of language. Mm-hmm. So, did you say you had any more? Like, any other things you'd like to be an expert in?
1: Uh, I don't know. Maybe playing different instruments. But I I think that's where I know we've talked about this. I know I've said that to you before on this podcast.
0: Playing an instrument would be cool. Understanding, like, cars better would be cool. Mm -hmm. Although cars are not the way they used to be now. Like, it's hard to, you know, besides, like, there's so much computer-based you could still be, like, an expert on it. I suppose. Yeah, I'm struggling to think of anything else. <clears throat> obviously, instruments, but it's the same, you know. Mm-hmm. It'd just be cool to be an expert on yeah. instruments. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I can't really think of it. I'm struggling to think. Music theory would be my pick, obviously, for Rolo. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe if he was an expert in music theory, he could write us an intro for Ralph's uh, <laughs> Ramatine. know. <laughs> the most passive aggressive. Um, I'm just kidding, Rolo. I love you. Yeah, I painting. Can you be an expert in painting? I guess. No. I don't know. Definitely, you definitely can't be an expert in like modern art because who knows what the fuck that is? Exactly.
1: It's subjective. Maybe like
0: modern art is that what you're saying? Does not take an expert, rollo
1: Maybe, or maybe. just painting. Maybe dance.
0: <laughs> dance could, would be you pretty could cool. Be an expert on dance. Ladies would like it, I think. Do ladies still like dance? I don't know.
1: There, there are two things I know in this world. Yeah, what's ladies, that? Ladies like dance. Mm-hmm.
0: And what's the other one?
1: Grace Kelly was a smoke show.
0: You did yes. Grace Kelly was a smoke show. Uh should we move on? Sure. What? Uh, explain to me why everybody's mad at Bloomberg, real quick, before we move on to it. No clue. You don't. People seem really mad at him.
1: I, I, I know he was like buying memes. If that's a thing you can do. Music upstairs. Thank you. Um, he, was, he was like he was like paying for memes. I'm
0: gonna have more of this whiskey. <laughs> do you want any more of this? No. We'll see.
1: Um Like I, you know, I, I'm sure a. I think it's because he's got the money and he's throwing it around.
0: What well, basically what I've seen is like, did he enter the race late? Yeah. So I've seen something that's ba- like basically saying he is he's just money. Like Trump is money, but he's on the Democratic side. Oh yeah, yeah. He wants like he just wants the status quo to continue, <laughs> and they're worried about Warren and and Bernie. Mm-hmm. They being. Not like it's some grand conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically like saying he's just he's democratic Trump. Yeah, I don't
1: know if he's like necessarily got, I think yesterday's debate which I didn't really watch anything about I was the first one that he was in. Oh, that's really good. So like Iowa and all the other ones like he wasn't there for those.
0: Why? So he just he literally has just bought his way into this election? Yeah, he put ads. Hmm. He for a while he was being pushed at me hard on Instagram.
1: Well, that was, that was the thing. Like he, he came in with a with like a
0: like I haven't seen any other political advertisements on Instagram, but I saw yeah. Bloomberg. It was like, what the f- why is Bloomberg? I <laughs> literally clicked on <laughs> I clicked on one because I was like, what is he running for? And then it was like president. What? Mm-hmm. I was just confused. Uh, it was a comment. Defending stop and frisk years ago. Why was he, he governor in New York? I don't. F- Why is he defending stop and frisk? Stop uh, and frisk was a big time New York thing, right? Am yeah, I remembering that wrong? That was when
1: um, that was one of the times that everybody, well, a lot of people in New York, like really turned on Giuliani because that was like that was back when he Giuliani was, was mayor though. He was district. I think he was. Oh, was he DA? Fuck, he may, I can't remember if he was DA or mayor then, but he.
0: What was Bloomberg in New York? Rich dude. He was just a rich. Why? Okay, but so he just made a comment as a rich person. Has it's he been he strong, in like, like like Trump's been like a rich guy in New York forever? Has they, Bloomberg they just, they just been in comments. office at all, or is he literally yeah. like Trump, where he hasn't even been? Was, in he office? He was mayor of New York. He was. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, but yeah, like because it was it was blatantly racist. Like it it was stop basic, and frisk. Yeah. It was big, yeah. From my uh, understanding of it, yeah. So it, it was basically just yeah. So he yeah he, mayor. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it was just a reason to let cops stop non-white people <laughs> without without reason.
0: Yeah, that was always my understanding of it.
1: And yeah, and there, I listened to this whole this whole thing on you know kind of like the rise and fall, like rise, fall, rise, and then fall again of like Giuliani because mm-hmm. like he was like you know this hard charging you know DA, and then yeah, I always remember people saying he was, saying mayor, he was responsible for like.
0: And, Hmm? go ahead cleaning up so many parts in new york oh yeah he would have like, he went after, like the ma- part of he went after the mafia and stuff like that okay um so he got
1: because he was he invented the perp walk you know that thing you see where like they like walk the dude kind of like out in front of like the cameras yeah like that was kind of like because like, he was like he was, he was really trying to like like embarrass them okay um and then yeah and then he got and he was mayor and then there was some you know stuff was like stop and frisk and all that stuff and he didn't really like there was a big kind of clash between him and kind of like the minority side of New York Mm -hmm. and then 9-11 happened and he was America's mayor okay and then he didn't want to give up power so then like he wanted he's like let's change it so that I can get elected again and like he didn't want to
0: wait do mayors have term limits
1: I think so I can't really this might sound stupid but Uh uh, he didn't want to leave and okay so people got were just like buddy Get out! Like we, we, we've had enough. And now
0: he's Trump's attorney, right? Personal attorney, yes. Yeah. Okay.
1: And so he's, yeah. So he's he's falling off his nine eleven high.
0: Yeah. As we all have. I'm still riding it. <laughs> That's a dumb joke. Oh yeah. Um, switching gears completely. Okay. I meant to bring this up at the beginning of the podcast, but I got distracted by uh, Black Market Brass, who's really good. I hope you've all listened to them. Yeah, look at Joey. <laughs> what are you doing with your foot dummy? Um, I really, really like the stationary bike. Oh, So I think like four weeks ago now, I told you I was going to do it every other week, mm-hmm. just as like a kind of an active recovery day to like, I was going to keep my heart rate at like 130 and do it for 40 minutes.
1: Just like an actual thing where, like, you're getting your your the cardio data burns. Well, because I read a thing. calories.
0: I read a thing about yeah, it burns some calories, but it's because keeping your heart rate steady like that, mm-hmm. it it makes your body, it just makes you have increased blood flow to all areas mm-hmm. of your body, because there's so much. Your legs are giant muscles, uh, and there's so much. There's like a bigger demand, is my basic understanding of it for fresh blood with fresh oxygen so it just increases your overall blood flow which is good for everything all sorts of things yeah uh so i was going to do it every other week and try to keep my heart rate at 130 for like 40 minutes it's so low i've done it every week Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh keeping my heart rate between 140 and 150 Mm -hmm. last week i did it twice Mm -hmm. uh and i i do it for i do 50 minutes Mm Mm-hmm so I do five minutes to get my heart rate up to 140. And then for – so for 45 minutes, I sit at 45 or at 140. Mm-hmm. And then for the last 10 minutes, uh, from 50 minutes to an hour, I just – I do a cool down. Okay. And it's so like – I think I texted you last night, didn't I? Or did I text Mike? Yes, no you did. Okay. And it was just like, I feel so good after the stationary. Mm-hmm. Like my legs are jello, but I just feel – it's gotta be like runner's high or biker's high or something. I'm just I just get off and feel exhausted, but so good. It was like, yeah, like I've like, never done a stationary bike before now.
1: Wasn't, yeah, like I wasn't a biker until like the end of like the summer last last year. Yeah. Um but yeah, like I did uh like an hour and a half on Saturday. That was like the longest I like just kinda gone.
0: Oh yeah, you showed me that.
1: Um and that was twenty five miles or whatever the hell it was. But like for me it seems to be like I I'm I'm usually somewhere in like one fifty. Okay. Um between like one fifty one sixty. Um and then I'll just get bored and I'll like push it for like a minute or two and then I'll be somewhere around like one eighty. <clears throat> um there was a point where like I was on this like I like these like every so often you hit know, like kind of like a time part where it's kind of like these like, little pieces of the map where there's like an actual like kind of time trial on it where it's like you know some of them might be more flat and be like a few miles and be you know or there was these like king of the mountain parts where it's it's basically the whole thing is like this, this giant like 10 minute uphill mm-hmm. um and those like I'll, I'll like Also, like, kind of pushing myself a little bit, like near like the end of some of those, just just because I like seeing like the number. Yeah, and I might be in like one ninety for like a minute, like because it's like, like I'm, I'm like just pushing, 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 pushing. pushing, But man, it hurts. Like it doesn't, it doesn't hurt. It just like, (coughs) like I'll, I'll, I'll hit like the line where like the king of the mountain time trial part ends, and I'll, I'll just kind of stop pedaling for a second. And just kind of sit back and go. Ooh, yep. Ooh, and then it's, and it's like. It's
0: just it's kind of like start my feet going. See, again. that's that's the next thing I kind of think I'm going to do is a little more interval. Well, I'll do one day of the week of uh, because that was what I read was like the difference between doing interval. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically like a spin class mm-hmm. versus just keeping your heart rate steady. Yeah. Where the the keeping your heart rate steady was best for like the increased demand for blood flow okay um i don't know why i'm not smart enough to know why Mm -hmm. uh but also one of the there have just been different studies that have just shown as my understanding of it that doing the you know going getting your heart rate jacked up to like 180 and then coming back down to like 130 for a little bit and then jamming it back up to like 165 and then coming down and like going you know having your heart rate do that is also supposed to be very good for you Mm -hmm. so i've i kind of want to do like once a week just keep my heart rate at that steady 140 Mm -hmm. and then the next week do the interval um because the other thing last night was the first night so last night was the this the fourth week i've been doing it Mm -hmm. and last night was the first time we're like so, basically, what I do is I, like, bump the elevation on the stationary bike up to, like, 11 mm-hmm. on this particular stationary bike that I'm riding. Uh, and that's been enough where if I'm biking at a steady pace, it's, it, it's not easy, but it's not hard to keep my heart rate between there, 140 there, and 150.
1: Are there gears on this thing, or is the elevation kind of the The elevation hardness? is the gear. Okay, okay.
0: Yeah, so the elevation, that's why I said elevation in quotes, like, that's the... The, the tension the or muscle something. with which you have to pedal yeah. okay so like at 1 it's very it's like nothing mm-hmm. and at 11 it's you know it's like yeah pedaling a real bike i suppose but last night it was like i was sitting at 11 and i could not it took me 10 minutes to get my heart rate up to 140 mm. <laughs> i couldn't get my heart rate any like no matter how fast i was pedaling it just like wouldn't go up it was like i would have had to pedal to a ludicrous degree mm-hmm. like a ludicrous speed so then I bumped. I finally got it up to fifteen, mm-hmm. and at fifteen, then there was enough pushback from the bike, for lack of a better term, where like pedaling at, at the steady pace got my heart rate to stay between one forty and one fifty. I'm mm-hmm. pretty good at keeping it between like one forty 140 and one forty three. Did did you get a, did you get a chest one yet? No, the pe- I, Yeah, I want to eventually, but uh. I don't know they're the, the from what I've looked at they're like if you wanna get a decent one they're like seventy bucks you can usually find
1: them on sale for like thirty,
0: okay yeah, I just don't wanna buy one for like seventy bucks right now. I just bought uh some new kettlebells and I'm gonna mm. buy new shoes. I meant to buy new shoes today, but I got busy um new like running shoes the other thing is you can just wear it during all your workouts and know exactly that's what I want that's mostly exactly what I want calories for you burn and is stuff. wearing it at home when I do home workouts with kettlebells and mm-hmm. shit um. But yeah, it's. I really like it. I almost don't want to do the intervals because I like the. the the, the just steady pedaling is kind of just a nice. Time to just sit down, mm-hmm. and spend an hour doing this one thing. I watch. I usually watch a show, or last night I was watching a bunch of different uh, Black Market Brass videos. Mm. <laughs> I think I watched it for lot. I, I watched those for like forty minutes of my workout. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, "All right, well, I'm gonna put on Succession," and I watched Succession for twenty minutes. Um, but it's 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 weird to call a workout relaxing. Does that make sense? Well, that's the thing. Like, I, I'm I'm just like I'm working,
1: but like I'm also watching a movie.
0: Yeah. Like it's so it's it's it's. I I I get the, I get the word relaxing. It's tension relieving. But in a different way, like I feel good after I do so like Sundays are when I do my heavy, like deadlifts, squat, like heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, that was loud. <laughs> uh dips, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like heavier stuff. Yeah. Uh I feel good after those. Mm -hmm. The other thing I've been doing that like has really been my shoulders feeling better. My knee has been feeling better since I saw that physical therapist. But like uh, Monday I'm doing like mobility stuff, which is like strength stretching (laughs) essentially is a basic way to put it. Um, Hard yoga. Hard, like (laughs) doing different kettlebell moves where you're, you know, putting a kettlebell over you while hip hinging – and then, like sitting with the weight, but
1: it's almost like weighted yoga.
0: Yeah, but you're not doing anything with heavy weights, and you're not doing anything. You're not pushing in any pain mm-hmm. or like trying to max yourself out. Yeah, you're trying to stay comfortably strong the mm-hmm. whole time you're moving through them. So I'm doing them with like 20 pounds or yeah. maybe 30 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like after those, I feel good. Mm-hmm. I f- like it, they're anxiety relieving. You just feel good. You get endorphin release or rush or whatever um but they're not like while I'm doing them they feel like work. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like they feel like I'm I'm working at the exercises Sure, yeah, yeah. It's hard work like deadlifting or squatting is hard work. You have to be very concentrated and but when I sit on the bike the whole hour of that workout is relaxing Mm -hmm. even though you're keeping your heart rate at 140 which is not super high but it's not super low it's just relaxing it's just it's just this nice i feel like my life is just especially with such little kids it's like yeah go 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 and then to just have this this hour so i almost like i almost don't want to give it up and start doing the interval stuff just for the like mental health benefit of mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah. of like sitting there for an hour and just keeping my heart rate at 140 mm-hmm. and it zen is maybe a better word for it yeah the zen of just cuz it does take a certain level of zenning out i don't know Joey's making a bed
1: yeah oh yeah like a little zenning out it's it like it's you have to be able to get yourself into a space that's better Where,
0: yeah no 100% to just like cuz sometimes you'll fall down to 138 mm-hmm. and then you have to like push a little but then when you push a little you get you jump yourself up to like 151 and then you have to slow down and so eventually though in bet- like in between doing that you hit this like 30 minutes mm-hmm. where you literally keep your heart rate at like 140 141 maybe 142 like you just find this pace to Zen out at where you're just going at this. It's so even thinking about it right now is relaxing. It's just nice to just sit at that heart rate, Mm -hmm. but you have like, there's the beginning of it where you're kind of getting, okay, to what degree do I have to pedal at what speed and at what level of difficulty Mm -hmm. before I just hit this, hit my stride where the last, 30 minutes the last 35 minutes or whatever of my workout is literally just sitting here at this pace mm-hmm. it's not it's so stupid to call it relaxing because it's not easy no but it's also not hard you, it feels stupid to call it hard it's just nice yeah like yeah because it's, it's not
1: it's not a hard workout you're doing it's a, yeah. it's, it's it's a very it's it's very even
0: even is a good word for it. I, it almost feels cleansing. Like that's why. That's why I'm saying I almost don't want to give it up, for the mental health benefit of it. It just. It just. It feels like clearing out the cobwebs to just sit there.
1: Well, like, and like, like, well, there's that. Yeah, and like, like, like I know that. Like, if I go, um,
0: I really like that whiskey.
1: <laughs> like, like drink, like beers with you guys on Friday, and yeah. like, eat like a dummy. If I just sit on this bike for an hour and a half yeah like i can basically work all that off yep like it's like it's it's you know that like we all like like the calorie number like it it takes you got to do it for a while to make that number bigger but
0: that was the cool thing about yesterday actually was because I had to bump up from 11 difficult, we'll call it difficulty, Mm -hmm. 11 difficulty to 15 difficulty. Mm -hmm. My calories jumped from like, I don't think this bike, I think the bike is pretty good at getting my heart rate. Is it just just trying to go by the the, handlebars? Okay. So it's going by like, I don't
1: know how, is it just sweat that's measuring? No,
0: I think it measures the heartbeat. I mean, you can feel your heartbeat in your hand, I suppose. Okay. Because you have to be gripping both of them. Yeah. So I think, I wonder if it matches something up between the two of them. Should I do this (laughs) Yeah, I okay, can't. That was like a current. Actually, that just looks like a milk and a cow, not like I'm jerking two guys off. Yeah. Um, what did you say? Sorry.
1: Yeah, because I sometimes sure, I thought it had something to do with like, like, like the electricity. Like it's it's somehow like measuring like, but I don't, but that's probably not right.
0: I have no idea. Yeah. I, it that one feels basically pretty accurate to me. That's sure. the chest one. I want more for my home stuff than I want it for there. Yeah. The calories that it says you're burning doesn't feel quite right to me. I don't think. I think it's like, here's the calories you burned ex- for your workout. I don't think it's calculating, like, the continued calorie burn after the workout. Does that make uh, sense? I have no idea. I don't barely know what I'm talking about. But even still, going from difficulty 11 to difficulty 15, mm-hmm. instead of bu- burning, like, 435 calories, mm-hmm. yesterday I was like, I w- it was, like, 640-something. Mm-hmm. And it was just so nice to see, like, Oh man, so with the increased difficulty, I'm still keeping my heart rate the same. Mm-hmm. But because my legs have to pump at this harder rate, I'm actually burning more calories.
1: Yeah, I, like the weird thing is that that's going to go down again. Like at some point, like like as you as you build more leg muscle and yeah. your legs become more efficient, like 15 will all of a sudden become 400 and something. And say that again? So like as as your legs get more muscle and yeah. they become more efficient at the movement and stuff like that. Like you won't be burning that many calories. Yeah, you'll be back down to the four hundreds. The bike
0: like, will still say I'm burning that many calories, but in reality, it's, like it's not smart enough to know. Yeah, yeah. In reality, I'm not. Yeah. But it was funny because uh, Javin was, <clears throat> man, talking about exercise for this long. We have dropped viewers. Yes. Hard. Um, I don't give a fuck because this is. I'm. Why are you giving me the finger? What? <laughs> I'm genuinely enjoying this conversation. Um, and the point of the podcast is for two buddies to hang out. Um, <clears throat> Javin was making fun of me today because we were waiting for Rolo mm-hmm. so we could go get lunch. Mm-hmm.
1: But she lied to us. He long li- story.
0: He lied to us, uh, cause Rolo's a liar. Um, which means that Rob's random topic is just null and void. I think i Napoleon. What does, what does he say?
1: Exciting as you speak. Oh, he, he hasn't heard us. Ah,
0: uh, okay. He's not responding to us, uh, calling him a liar so we were we were waiting for Rollo, and uh I was just i was starving mm-hmm. but i'm I also fast mm-hmm. so last night we ate dinner, I finished my dinner around five forty five uh which is why at like nine fifty today I ate a rice cake in our meeting because I was like, oh, I can break my fast um then I went and did that huge bike workout you know then I didn't eat again until uh about nine fifty today. Mm-hmm. And so we're then we're waiting for Rolo to go to lunch, and it was after eleven. I was like, I'm so fucking hungry. Like I was just starving. Mm-hmm. Uh and so our, another coworker of ours, I know he always has these little because he's uh, diabetic, <clears throat> and he has these little snack packs mm-hmm. like peanuts with M and M's and raisins. And I was like, Hey, can I get one of your like your little snack packs? These are like 200 calories. And he was like, Yeah. And then. <laughs> Javin came back around the corner and he sees me and he just starts laughing. He's like, Buddy, you're gonna be okay. <laughs> like, we're gonna go eat in ten minutes. And I just laughed, but in my mind I was like, dude, I did this huge workout last night and I haven't eaten since then. My I was like salivating hungry. Mm-hmm. But thankfully the little the little trail mix snack pack I got was perfect. Took the edge off. Like I, I don't I did still yell at Napoleon, but
1: like I don't know if it's I don't know if it helps but like one thing I started doing for like the um uh when I bike like is cuz I would have like a like one of the, like one of the dumb like protein shake things like the just like the I don't know 20 grams of protein whatever, just just just, just a little the pro- pre-made ones Yeah just, yeah, yeah, I would, yeah I'll okay. just have I'll just have one of those like after Yeah um but what I started doing was I would have, um, I would have some of it just while I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. So I have like my water, but then I would just have like the little protein it over to go there, with and, it. and I would just, and I would just like like every so often I would just like have some of that. Like I don't know if that's if that's helped at all, but it's it's just nice to drink something that's not water sure. when I'm
0: sitting there for an hour and a half. I like. <clears throat> With the fasting I eat so much food Like you know amongst our (coughs) Amongst our friend group I'm like notorious for Eating stupid amounts of food I don't know Mm -hmm. I have a very big appetite So with intermittent fasting I don't I don't necessarily lose a lot of weight Mm -hmm. I just feel good Mm -hmm. Uh, Because basically what I'm cutting out Is breakfast And my breakfasts were I don't know you know they're not high calorie it's like mm-hmm. 4 450 500 calories maybe yeah they're yeah, it's not like, huge like, like, um, unless you go to your way it's not yeah. it's not a ton it's of calories it's like oatmeal with a little peanut butter yeah. and uh maybe some fruit mm-hmm. like it's not a, it's not a lot of calories yeah. or maybe uh like eggs or a bowl of cereal you know when you're having it with almond milk is mm-hmm. not very high calorie even like even with milk it's like it's still like 350 yeah, yeah it's like not much so i'm not cutting out a ton but for some reason i think it's the if I had to give my own stupid person theory, it's just the fact that my digestion system has that much longer to rest, mm-hmm. just helps me feel good. So it's one of the reasons okay. I wouldn't bike and have protein. No, no, I like that. That that wouldn't work for right you. now. The other thing that I the reason I break my fast with rice cakes is actually I'll uh at some point I'll I, I can't think of his name right now, but there's this this um I don't know trainer I guess is probably what he is. Uh, who I follow, who talks about when you have like a 16 to 18-hour break fast, mm-hmm. you want to be very careful how you're breaking your fast. Uh, and he explained it in a way that my dumb brain was like, I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why usually I break my fast with a like a 30-calorie rice cake. Because it also has – when you have a rice cake, instead of the starch molecules being like very tightly together, there's something about the way that they're broken up uh that your body digests them differently? Sure my, is my understanding of it. Uh and so You're an anti
1: vaxxer, correct?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> World is flat, anti vaxx. Uh let's see. We've we skipped a lot of checks. I was really enjoying that conversation. Uh so Kibby says to be fair, the New York City Council asked to bring the hammer down on crime because it was so bad. And Giuliani was the hammer, though I would agree he took it too far. Uh, then Kibby says you should try hiking through a park with a weighted vest. Uh, it's a hell of a workout. That's called rucking. Am I getting that right? Rucking is when it's just a backpack. Okay. Instead of a weighted vest. Uh, Rolo said exercising as we speak, he didn't defend himself, which means Rolo is officially a liar. Yep. Um, and Kibby says I start a water cleanse on Sunday. Those are fun. What is a water cleanse? I think that's like a
1: cayenne sort of thing. How many days is that? Like a cayenne water. Okay. Where it's, uh, i think it's it, there must i'm assuming that's similar to like a juice cleanse but i know that like I, I i see it all the time at at whole foods but they'll have uh like a lemon water or something like that that's or like, like a, it's a like uh, apple and, cider vinegar water yeah but it's or yeah be like lemon and cayenne sure it's like the cayenne it's supposed to be good for how many days
0: do you do it for that i don't know how many days are you doing the water cleanse yeah. for Kibby <clears throat> um but yeah
1: like so like say i like i know like i've I don't even know if it works, but like in my head it does. So like on like Saturday, if I'm going to bike for a while or Sunday, I'll have like a big bowl of oatmeal in the morning and like, just kind of like, just get myself, yeah, I basically get myself that little bit of, of what I think it's going to be energy and just go for it.
0: I think actually technically probably the best I ever did on seven days. You're drinking nothing but water. Girl this is jennifer lawrence gift. i wish you could put that gif in chat so seven is that what it is kibby seven days you drink nothing but water Oof. i mean that's not there are people who no. do it yeah i so here i'll actually include this in in the whole thing i was gonna say the probably the best my weight and like for i don't for what do you call it when it's a man for lack of a better term figure sure what do you call it when a physique <laughs> i cannot think of that word uh the lowest my weight has been and the best my physique has looked uh, since high school, I guess, mm-hmm. is I would eat a bowl, a full bowl of oatmeal with like two tablespoons of peanut butter, mm-hmm. uh, coconut oil, yep, yeah, uh, and mixed nuts. I mean, it was like an 800 calorie bowl of oatmeal. Okay, I would eat that every morning. I was also working out like six days a week at mm-hmm. that point. But I would eat that every morning uh, and then just kind of eat mostly normal. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I my weight, I think that I was like one, I got down to like one, I want to say 165 before my muscles started to bring me back up. Sure. My physique looked good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't like that one. Was, I didn't feel good. Does hmm. that make sense? My weight, I don't. Really experience that much weight loss? I was just talking about this with blapper the other week. Uh, I might lose like a pound a week when I'm fasting, mm-hmm. um, but I just feel like I feel good. That's, that's all that matters. So that's that's where I'm like, I don't know. I feel better doing the, the fasting versus like the eating the bowl of oatmeal every morning. Yeah, because I, yeah, I think if, if, if you feel good, do it. So yeah, and I think I I just wonder for myself if a part of that is because I do eat.
1: Like so much.
0: Like in one sitting, I eat big, huge portions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like today, I'm probably doing pretty good because I had Thai green curry for lunch, mm-hmm. which is probably over a thousand calories. Cause it's Who knows what the calories are in that place? But that, so that, when you get the green curry, I don't know if you've ever had it. It's mostly bamboo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. It's yeah, mostly yeah. bamboo and whatever that veg, I don't know what the other vegetable is mm-hmm. in there. Uh, and a little bit of chicken. And, you know, probably a cup and a half, two cups of rice, mm-hmm. cooked rice. Uh, but the coconut milk and whatever oil they use yep. is where you're going to get a ton of calories yeah, in that milk. So that's spices. probably over 1,000. Yeah. Uh, but then tonight we just had bacon and eggs with toast. I
1: had a Canadian bacon egg bagel. Nice. So I just, like, made myself a bagel sandwich.
0: Sounds delicious. It was really good. But, you know, before the beer, I'm probably sitting under 2,000 calories for today. Oh, yeah. Same here. Because that's the thing is like when so doing intermittent fasting, when I noticed the most weight loss was calorie counting mm-hmm. of just like doing intermittent fasting and then trying to stay at about 2000 calories a day. Mm-hmm. This may have been the most boring podcast that other people have had to listen to. But I fucking I don't know why. That, that was very interesting to me. Uh, Kimmy says, typically you should do water cleanse based on your weight. I am 110 pounds overweight. OK, so seven days is the, is the typical number. I don't understand. What so do you, so what? you said for me it's seven days, and you asked, "Is that ah normal? for me it's seven days?" Yeah. Okay, there. I know there are people like uh, Dom DeAgostino who's done week-long fasts. Oh, that was the other thing I was going to say is I was experimenting <clears throat> for a while. I did it for several months, where once a week I did a twenty-four hour fast mm-hmm. every week. Where the only I would have coffee, but it was the only thing I would have was coffee, uh, and that I just it. I never. I never felt like I was getting anything from it.
1: Is that just more like you think that's more just like the psychological thing to say you did it?
0: No. I mean, I do like making myself do hard things. Mm-hmm. I've liked that since I was younger. But uh I mean that's where like no meat may started and mm-hmm. stuff when I was a kid. But there there's research that has shown like 24 hour fast these certain things kick on in your body what those things are i don't know Mm -hmm. that are supposed to be beneficial for you and for me when i see those studies and i hear people talk about it it's like well it makes sense because it's not like in our millions of years of evolution you were always just able to wake up and have eggs and bacon or Mm -hmm. eggs and toast uh and if you watch uh ah shit Schwartz not here who's the youtube guy where he just like builds uh Oh, what's Primitive his technology? Primitive Technology. He has one where he, he makes starch flour. Mm. The amount of work that goes into making like a bag of starch flour is astounding. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's crazy. And so when you see that and you think to yourself like, well, yeah, they, you weren't always just able to jump out of bed and eat like a full breakfast. Mm-hmm. You know, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Seems like bullshit to me. So the idea of like, yeah, you would probably at some points in your life go... periods of time where your body is just using you know ketones Mm -hmm. your body gets into a state of ketosis and you're just burning your fat uh as your your main energy source but i for me it's kind of especially with my kids so little maybe it'll be different when my kids are older uh but it was just like it was really draining i didn't i didn't feel like i was a part of family dinner time because what i would do is i would eat a big lunch at work Mm -hmm. um And then I would come home and I would make dinner for everybody, but I wouldn't eat dinner. So I would just be standing there and it just didn't feel like I was a part of mealtime with my little kids. And then I'd go to bed because that's an easy way to fast. Mm -hmm. And then I wouldn't eat breakfast like normal and then I'd eat lunch the next day. And I just, it never, it just didn't, it doesn't fit in my life and I never felt like I was getting a lot out of it. So I let that go after like two months Mm -hmm. and I did that once a week. Um, But I've never done anything more than, like, a 24-hour fast on purpose. Well, that's not true. (laughs) Take that back right away. I still occasionally, if I have, like, a week where I eat really shitty, Mm -hmm. uh, like, I did this before winter break. We went to uh, Mm Taproom and, like, had nachos and beer and all this stuff and then came home and I had, like, pizza and shit. I didn't eat all of Saturday. I didn't eat till Sunday on breakfast, and it was something like 38 hours. But that's one where if I just get to a point where I'm like i I just get to like I'll eat so much sometimes where I don't feel hungry, yeah, and then I just there's this thing in my brain where it's like, well, it's this time of day you should eat or your family's eating dinner you should eat, and I'll just be like i'm not I don't feel hungry I'm just not gonna eat mm-hmm. and I don't those one on those ones I don't get headaches i don't i just make sure I'm drinking enough water, but every once in a while I still have where I will just like voluntarily fast for like Thirty six hours, mm-hmm. because I just feel like I had a shitty week, and mm-hmm. you just—it's like a reset button. You just start to feel so good right away afterwards.
1: I've just, I've just never felt the need to do it. Yeah, but I just—I I, just—I
0: just, I eat so little anyway. <laughs> you eat very little. Yeah, I wouldn't say that we de- we have different metabolisms. No, like my my brother in law, uh Big J, he's got a different metabolism. Like that dude has a a great metabolism. Mm-hmm. Um, not a great metabolism in the way that, like, he's not scrawny. Like, no. James is built well and doesn't, I mean, he doesn't eat poorly, but he's not eating, like, tons of greens Mm. and lean meats. Like, he just, you know, he eats pretty much the way I eat, which is fine. Mm -hmm. Um, but he's got a great metabolism. I think you just eat less than I do. Yeah. I eat stupid amounts of food. I don't yeah. – That's why I like intermittent fasting has been the best thing I found because I cut out like five, 600 calories oh, yeah. like, in the day. Yeah. And then I can still eat portions that are satisfying to me because that's the other thing is like if I – Even today at lunch, it was like eh. if I hadn't had that little snack from one of our coworkers, that little trail mix mm-hmm. – it w- I w- it would just have felt lackluster to have that meal. It's not oh, yeah. enough food for me.
1: Yeah, you'd gotten like spring rolls or something.
0: Yeah, or t- fried tofu or yeah. something. So, I just I need bigger portions, or I like I don't need them obviously, but I like mm-hmm. a bigger portion.
1: Know, yeah, that was one thing. Like when I started burning like more calories with the bike thing, it was like, oh yeah, you texted I, me I, last Saturday. I hope I'm eating enough to, like, compensate <laughs> for, you like, just, for, like, for like what I'm burning.
0: You texted me last Saturday, and you, it was me right now is what you sent me. It was just a gif of, yeah, yeah. Cause somebody like, scarfing
1: food. Because, yeah, like, I, I, like, had some breakfast, and then I just didn't really, like, eat much of anything. And then it was, like, all of a sudden it was, you know, I finished biking at, like, 7 or whatever. And just, like, I got to eat dinner. What do I want for dinner? <laughs> I'm
0: hungry. I love to eat. It's maybe my favorite thing in the world is eating food. Uh, last night... I made. Uh, I only recently learned this, by the way. <clears throat> Do you know Salisbury steak is not a? It's not a steak. I don't think I've ever had it. So when I was growing up, if my mom came home with like a migraine, is it meatloaf? Yeah, essentially. Oh, okay. If my mom came home with like a migraine, we always had a stash of like Hungry Man dinners. Mm-hmm. Like I can't cook tonight, just because my mom would get, my mom would get real migraines. Like put you on your ass blurry vision mm-hmm. you're like throwing up migraines and she would just come home like I can't cook. Uh and maybe my step my stepdad's a phenomenal cook, but maybe my stepdad didn't want to cook and there was just nothing ready, whatever. We would always have a stash of hungry man like microwave mm-hmm. dinners. Uh and I my favorite was the Salisbury steak. So I saw this recipe for Salisbury steak. And I I knew this before the recipe, but it's ba it's just ground meat. Okay. Ground meat that's made into like a steak shape, Uh, and I only learned I probably learned that within the last year that it's it's like poor man's steak. Mm. It's not actually steak. It's like ground meat Hmm. that's seasoned that's shaped like steak
1: to make you think you're eating the steak.
0: I guess so. I don't know, but this recipe I found everybody gobbled it up. Uh, It was it was Salisbury steak. And so you make it, and it makes gravy, and then I added mushrooms to it, like sliced – because everybody in my family loves mushrooms. Then you have it with mashed potatoes and green beans, and it was fucking dynamite. But it's also super healthy. It's like beef broth, two tablespoons of flour, Mm -hmm. uh, and then everything else is like onion, olive oil, garlic. It tasted like it shouldn't – Like it should have something really like high calorie, high fat, like heavy whipping cream or Mm -hmm. something. But it just you just cook it for so like you you cook the onions for twenty minutes. Hmm. You just cook everything way down to make this delicious gravy, and it was so good. Hmm. It was really good. We should wrap up so I can get to bed. Uh, Whoever's still watching us, Kibby, maybe Rolo, Javin, maybe probably not. I think Javin's probably gone to bed. Javin's been having some uh, hefty weeks here. Yeah. <clears throat> My question to you, to somebody who's still watching us, is how have the frames been? Because OBS is reporting we're dropping 1% of frames, which we didn't do for the longest time. We would have like 0.2% frames dropped for the longest time. And then last week and this week, we're ending with 1% of frames dropped. Hey, Rolo. How have you had to restart the queue? The because I would also notice our viewers drop, and I think our viewers when they drop randomly, it's people refreshing our feed. I wonder if it's like but cold. It's, well, maybe it's a cold again. Yeah, it is. It it is pretty cold again this today this week. Hmm. Anyway, I'm just kind of wondering. Uh, this week was better. Okay. okay. Well, I don't know. I just have noticed our frames dropping. Um, didn't notice any. I don't know what to do with these now.
1: Well, one of them doesn't close. So, so the that
0: one, one that doesn't close is the one that we didn't like. Right? Yeah, that was the last one. All right. Well, I'm not even going to bother with that one. This one was fine. This one's really good. I'm like legitimately thinking maybe I'll go buy a bottle of that. Ooh, it's, I like it. Okay. It's it's a it's a unique it's a unique whiskey. Mm-hmm. It's very sweet. It tastes like whiskey, but it burns really good. So if you're a person like me who likes the burn mm-hmm. in alcohol, in certain alcohols. I don't like it in every alcohol, obviously, but the burn of this is a very good burn. Okay. I really like this single-grain okay. Irish whiskey from Teeling. Okay. <coughs> okay. Okay. Uh Didn't notice any, so maybe Rolo's the only one listening to us anymore. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, you've been listening to This Might Sound Stupid, mm-hmm. a podcast uh, where two stupid friends... Mm-hmm decided that they didn't see enough of each other, even though they work together mm-hmm. and they see each other at least once a week with mm-hmm. their other friends to watch movies.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But they still decided they weren't seeing enough of each other and they wanted to hang out and just shoot the shit like they used to when they were, what, in their late teens, early 20s?
1: Late 20s, early 30s?
0: <clears throat> nope. We used to climb. We used to climb, too. Like multiple times a week? Man, we used to, we used hang out so much in our life. Uh... Yeah, this podcast is I I'm very appreciative, genuinely, of everybody who tunes mm-hmm. in. But at the end of the day, this podcast is mostly for you and me. And Joey. <laughs> and Joey. Which is why tonight we spent like forty minutes, I think it was, talking about biking and working out. Uh, because that's what's I don't know, that's what we want to talk about. I'm I'm a, and I will say, Kibby, I see your comment in there, I'm not reading it yet. Uh, Kibby is somebody we don't know personally. I think everybody else in chat is somebody we know personally. We're we're genuinely happy that you tune in every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very cool to just have some random stranger out there who wants to listen to two best friends whatever bullshit nonsense we're saying. <laughs> but I feel like whatever fun this is that actually got this whole thing to start would go away if it wasn't just whatever we want to talk about. Uh, Kibby's final thought. Don't ever bite the hand that feeds. Instead, break the hand <laughs> that way you won't get fat. It's also true. I like that thought. There's a lot of like. Is there a lot of meat in a the hand? There is. How oh. much? How much do you? I just talked about this with HapaBlapper. Blapper. How much do you motivate yourself through negative self-talk? Because I do a lot on certain things. Like not not to a degree that it's bad for me. No, no. Um. So like. Not not, not a not a lot, but it okay. def- I definitely
1: do it. I do it, yeah.
0: like, to get my... Like, when I would get up to write at 4.30 every day or when I was getting up to exercise at 5 in the morning, if I was hitting my snooze button, I just get hard... Like, it really works for me mm. to just be like, what kind of fucking pussy are you? Get mm. out of bed, you... F- like, are you really this lazy? Like, you can't get, like, that kind of... Because he's saying break the hand that feeds. So yeah. it may, like... I But it's ne- I don't do negative self-talk in the way that it's like it's ever very detrimental to me mm-hmm. because I think a part of it or a part of the success is because it actually does motivate me. So if I'm sitting there like, get out of bed, you fucking pussy, mm-hmm. it will make me get out of bed so I don't end up feeling like a pussy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, Not a pussy, but I don't end up feeling worthless and lazy. Mm-hmm. But I'll motivate myself with the threat of like, You know if you do this, you're a big piece of shit. Mm -hmm. And you're just going to feel like a big piece of shit all day, and you deserve to because you didn't get out of bed. Yeah, yeah. So get out of bed, you fucking lazy asshole. Like, I'll talk to myself like that. (laughs) But it works really well for me. Oh, yeah. Like, if I want to make myself do something, I'll just do that because I think the psychology behind it is like, go do this thing or I'm going to make you feel like an asshole all day. Because I'm your brain. Because I'm your brain (laughs) and I can do that. And whether or not you want me to, I, you're going to feel bad about this. Mm-hmm. So those here's your two choices: feel bad about it all day, mm-hmm. or get up and do it. Quit being a bitch. <laughs> well, yeah, my my Rolos has lots. Mine's not that extreme. Rolos says lots of the lipseys, which worries me. That Rolos is uh, don't do it if it's detrimental to your mental health. <laughs> yeah, my my more like
1: it's 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 not not as ex- I don't think I'm ever calling myself a pussy in my head. But, like, yeah, like, if I'm just, like, sitting there on, like, my chair and, like, it's a, you know, I'm like, mm-hmm. it's like. Just get up and do it. Just go downstairs. Like, just.
0: It's 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 more just, like. Don't get me wrong. I have negative self-talk that I am. I, I would like to say I'm doing a very good job of getting better and better at the older I get. Mm-hmm. Uh, negative negative self-talk that is detrimental to my mental health more like personal worth stuff. yeah i've gotten way i even since having kids i've gotten just leaps and bounds better at that but i still i can recognize like the 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 negative self-talk that i have that is motivational for Mm me um and it works so it works If there's anybody out there uh, who's watching and this is the first time you've ever watched us and you want to subscribe, you can uh, subscribe to us because we would really appreciate it. And it's kind of cool to see the numbers uh, of people listening and people subscribing. This might sound stupid Mm podcast. You can get us anywhere. Mm -hmm. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Podcast Republic app. Uh, I don't believe you can get us on Stitcher. We need to remedy that. But I don't think you can. You, Javin just said a sleep emoji. If you
1: email us...
0: Javin might have just fallen asleep during all the bike talk. I'm and, not then, sure. and
1: then inadvertently hitting that emote in his sleep.
0: Well, no, maybe he he's sending it. I just expected Javin to be talking to us more. Maybe maybe like one of his dogs typed that in. Maybe. No, because now he typed in we don't know us to works. He's making fun of us. I just expected him to talk more during the bike cart. Because so he just loves biking so much okay Rolo says no it motivates me like you were saying my brain never wants to do the right thing for my body uh Kibby says my ego is too big for that so I don't know what you guys are talking about uh speaking of Kibby we're playing a song that he sent us uh I believe yes the song is called Fault Lines uh by a band called We Are The Movies or do I have that backwards Kibby uh Kibby can correct me if I'm you're wrong. You are right,
1: Jevin. Biking is a good workout. feels good. Not much more you can add.
0: <laughs> okay. So he was listening. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Um, as always, we're brought to you by Joey the Good Boy. Uh, we'll check in with Joey the Good Boy here. You can barely see him. He's behind the pillows. No, he switched sides. Oh, yeah. Okay. I love Joey. He's a good boy. He's our oldest and best sponsor. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also brought to you by Mike Long mm-hmm. He's designed all of our graphics He's got, a great designer based out of Minnesota I gotta
1: text him to see how far he goes
0: Mike? yeah, You should, Mike would love to nerd out on biking
1: Yeah
0: Thank um, you Kibby thank, thank you for participating, it's very fun Okay that is correct he said So bands called We Are The Movies Songs called Fault Lines If you like this song I recommend you also check out a band called 4 Year Strong because when Kibby sent this to me, I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'll play this." This makes I, Four Years Strong around the time that this song was put on YouTube, which I think is like 2013, yeah, 2015. Uh, oh, released 2013, around 2013, mm-hmm. 2014. I loved music like this. I still love music like this, but Four Years Strong was like the biggest band uh, doing kind of pop punk like this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we are the movies. Uh, This song is called Fault Lines. Thanks, guys, for listening. Have a great night. Bip.